Welcome everybody, Clearwater Jazz Holidays, Young Lions, Jazz Master Virtual Sessions, Tyler Wortman. How you doing, Tyler? Doing great. How about you, Steve? I'm doing fantastic. I'm even more fantastic hanging with you this afternoon. Thank you for being back with us. Uh, you've got a topic today called Developing a Warm-Up Regimen. It's part of your basic trombone fundamental series. So we're anxious to get into that with you. We're recording all of these sessions for the purposes of Clearwater Jazz Holiday Education and Outreach. A lot of great resources now at clearwaterjazz.com. Check out the education and outreach section to see all the upcoming sessions and participating musicians and educators. And we have this resource now called the studio and we have a podcast, the Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions podcast. So all of the past recorded sessions, video are at the studio and all of the audio portion and some other fun things are on the podcast. Those are brought to you by Blue Water Wealth Management at Steward Partners and our friends at Marine Max Clearwater. So thank you for everyone helping to support and grow this wonderful treasure of information. We uh, welcome anyone's feedback to info at clearwaterjazz.com or if you'd like to see a future topic suggestion, send it our way. And uh, I'm going to give a little bit of an intro to you, Tyler. But before we do that, um, I want to encourage folks to visit that studio resource because you have already been participating in a variety of different uh, videos and the audio segments that are up there. And we've got a basic trombone fundamental series where you've done one, long tones and lip slurs, tonguing and articulation, major scales and arpeggios practice, scale pattern practice and alternate positions for trombone, scale mode applications. All of those were done with our wonderful education partner, Frank Williams. So be sure to check out those sessions if you are a trombone enthusiast or player and Tyler also has some upcoming sessions, basic trombone fundamentals, practice methods, and helpful resources on August 27th, and an approach to improvisation on trombone on September 1st. Woo, that's a mouthful. All right, so Tyler Workman, very special to Clearwater Jazz Holiday Foundation outreach programs, including our Young Lions Jazz Master Sessions and our My Journey with Jazz programs. Tyler's a jazz trombonist, and graduate and alumni from FSU and USF with a study focus on jazz performance. He's a composer, performer, producer, focused on jazz and classical styles. He performs with many groups and ensembles and currently is an adjunct instructor of music at Florida Gulf Coast University in Fort Myers. Tyler, welcome back to Clearwater Jazz Holidays Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. The stage is all yours. Hey, Steve, man. Thank you for that introduction. Um, it feels absolutely great to be here um, working with you all as an organization um, and everyone that helps out as well. It's just um, it's a pleasure of mine. Um, yeah, so today for today's lesson, I wanted to talk about developing um, a daily warm-up routine particularly on trombone, but this does not 
only applied to trombone. We're going to be talking about um, mainly some brass uh, exercises, some warm-up techniques here, um, but some conceptual information as well, um, just sort of referring to what a good warm-up should be. Now, before every musician sort of begins their practice, their playing, um, for any given day, I believe it's best that the musician should have some sort of warm-up, okay? Um, now, to develop at least uh, a great fundamental sound on the trombone, uh, for instance, it's a brass instrument, so we're going to have to be buzzing. Um, this is something that we're going to have to do at least every day in order to strengthen our um, facility of where we are okay um, I equate this to an athlete okay uh, a football player a sprinter anyone um, what what would they do if they just competed uh, as soon as they arrived to the to the stadium they just they walked in and they started uh, probably nothing good okay uh, they might get a you know touchdown here or there but they might pull an ACL and MCL uh, and be out for their entire season I'm not saying this is exactly the same on our instrument. Um, however, a good proper warm-up uh, will ensure that our performance will be at the highest quality that it can be. Okay, so there's some things on the trombone that I like to do um, to sort of uh, get my day started, okay? Uh, we sort of, when we first approach uh, at least the trombone or any instrument, uh, we're sort of cold. Uh, the minute we first get onto it. Um, so we need to do some things to sort of get blood moving, okay? Um, and I say get blood moving because I'm, I'm a brass player, so primarily my chops are my face. But if you're a piano player, your chops are your fingers. So, um, you know, we just need to get um, some of that energy going, okay? Now, things you should be looking out for in the very beginning of your warm-ups don't try to have the perfect centered sound as wide as possible. And, and if it's not there, don't, don't get down on yourself. We're warming up here. Um, like I said before, we're trying to get blood moving, okay? We are not completely warmed up. We are not ready to go. So do not expect your best sound yet. You shouldn't. Um, your intonation is going to be a little fluxed when we first get on. Uh, your airstream is not going to be as steady as you are after you've warmed up. Um, so things I recommend, well, tools for warming up, okay? Um, tool, two basic tools, excuse me, uh, that's a mouthful, um, that I use for my warm up is a tuner and a metronome. Now, tuners have been out for quite some time now. They've come a long way. Um, they make now clip-on tuners. You can clip onto your instrument um, and also metronomes on your cell phone, which is something I still use to this day. Um, these two items are essential uh, for a proper warm-up, but not needed. Um, if you're crunched on time, there's certain things we can do to ensure a decent warm-up before your performance. Now, on trombone, we deal with, um, you'll hear primarily, or any brass instrument, long tones and lip slurs. 
Okay, if you have not heard this, you're, you're probably just not a brass musician. Um, so long tones and lip slurs um, should be done pretty much in the very beginning of your warm-up practice. Now, let's talk about what these do, okay? It's important to assess what a long tone does compared to a lip slur in terms of warming up. You need to understand what these concepts are warming up um, for you, for yourself as a player, okay? For me, long tones, you're working on air, okay? You're working on trying to get that steady sound, not necessarily the biggest sound possible, but you're trying to get a very steady sound, getting that blood moving in the chops, um, very warm, very round, um, and just full, you know, full-bodied. Um, so I'll give you an example here. Um, for my long tones on trombone, very first thing I'll do is I'll either start from a concert B flat on top of the bass clef staff, or I'll start on a concert F yeah, near the middle of the staff. What I'll do then is I will take them in whole notes around 60, 65 BPM, and I will take them down chromatically to the bottom of the slide. Now F and B flat for everyone else out there who don't play trombone, um, are both in first position. So that is all the way in, okay? Now what we do is, as I go down chromatically, okay, it's gonna be first position to second position, which is an, if we're, let's say we're on F. So the F now goes to E, whole notes always. E goes to then E flat. We'll go all the way down to seventh position, okay, which is our concert B. So me, I'll have my metronome here. You'll have your tuner set up. Hopefully you can hear this. One, two, ready. Glissando, okay? This is also helpful for me sometimes when I'm warming up to get air moving even more than if I were to articulate the, um, the whole note, okay? By moving air, pushing air through the slide into our note, um, it helps me at least get warmed up a little quicker. Now, this is something I like to do, but it's important for you um, as a musician to understand what you're doing when you're warming up and is there something that you could be doing that will help you warm up faster? Because if there is, do it, do it, do it, do it. Um, we don't wanna be sitting here, oh, I haven't, haven't had my 45 minute warm up routine. No, that, that's just, that, that's crazy. Um, it should take you around 15, maybe 20 minutes for a, for a decent to good warm up session. Okay, um, now in this time, 
for me, the first thing I'll do, like I said, I'll do these long tones. Sort of assess where I'm at. If I had a big day of playing the day before, um, I may want, may want to start, excuse me, a little slower okay, towards that 60 BPM. Um, and again, we're just trying to get blood moving here through the chops, um, you know, aiming for those hitches on our end, uh, keeping that air moving down. Okay, again, with your metronome, very important. Um, the metronome is the key for good time, okay? At least um, warming up, we can practice with the metronome and we're internalizing this time, we're subdividing. Uh, it's not just random time in our head that might uh, accelerate or, or de-accelerate. So, um, so we talked about long tones, okay? Um, then what? Lip slurs, okay? Um, what do lip slurs do now? Okay, so lip slurs um, go through our partials and on the trombone or any brass instrument, in order to play higher, we have to play on a different partial, okay? Um, so, for instance, I'll play three different partials here with a lip slur. All in first position, but there was three separate partials that we go up, okay? So in order to do a lip slur, um, it's different from if we were just to articulate it, which would sound like this. Which is also uh, could be a good warm-up exercise if you would, um, if that aids you. Uh, but for me, when we do these lip slurs, we're aiming to get a bold, full-bodied sound, okay? Um, so what we're aiming to do is actually increase our airspeed. Uh, this is dealing with brass right now, but in order to achieve that higher partial, our airspeed needs to increase um, just a bit. Um, same thing when we go down, we need to open up, okay? So what I like to think about my air sort of doing, um, I equate it to three different air speeds. We have O, ah, and E. Okay, so my lowest possible airstream uh, would be O. If I'm playing very low, um, I'm thinking O to open up my actual throat and get it as open as possible. Okay, ah, say it, O, ah. You actually, you'll feel your tongue go up. Okay, so now I equate this to the garden hose. Okay, imagine if we had a garden hose with running water. Okay, the water is our air. Right, now, what happens if we put our thumb slightly over the water? Now, we didn't add any more air, but we have faster or a faster air speed. Okay, now we've changed ah to e, o ah e. Now, we, our thumb is pressed very tightly over the top of that hose. We didn't add any more air, water, but now the air speed, water speed, is now at a very high velocity and it's the exact same amount, okay? So it's not the amount of air you're using, it's the speed, okay? So that's something to keep in mind that a lot of people don't. They approach these lipslurs all with the same air speed and, oh, I'm not slotting this partial correctly, I can't uh, play low, my, my high B flat isn't there, where they're probably using the same airspeed and they're not changing this. Okay, so 
a basic lip slur exercise that I would warm up on with something like this. So, I mean, 72 BPM is going to be my mark, okay? I'll count myself off. One, two, three. understand what we're doing when we're warming up okay we're trying to get that blood moving like I talked about um, and just trying to center um, not the pitch but our sound okay you can feel when you're first encountering um, your practice and your sound isn't centered it's just you it's like uh, you're trying to ride a bike and maybe one of the wheels is a little flat you can feel it it's just you're not quite there when you're fully warmed up that bike tire is completely filled. Everything is, is ready to go, completely perfect. And you'll feel that on your chops, um, however, whatever your chops may be. Now, so lip slurs and long tones, okay? Uh, the two fundamental principles. Now, there's also some other principles here uh, we need to talk about, uh, such as tonguing exercises, okay? There's a thousand, probably a million different tonguing exercises to actually um, try when warming up. And I recommend you trying out different exercises because you'll never know which ones help you warm up the quickest if you do not try them, okay? Now don't go over your head and start um, just playing a whole bunch of 30 second notes because that might not be helpful. However, if we're doing a tonguing exercise at 72 BPM, again, um, something I might play would sound like this. One, two, ready? And so on and so forth. Then we would go down to second position, which would be A. Third position, which would be A flat. Now, some things we can do here. That was all single-tongued. And that will help you warm up, okay? We're moving the air because the air drives the tongue, okay, in order to get that quicker articulation. Something else that players can do here is actually double tongue. Now, by double tonguing, um, it helps us warm up a few different ways. Um, by using ta-ka-ta-ka ta, ka, instead of Ta 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 ta. We're warming up two different syllables here. Um, excuse me. Pardon me. I had to shut the door. These two syllables can aid us in warming up. Okay, so here's the same exercise played again with the ta ka or double tongue method. One, two, ready. Now, by using the ka syllable, I actually have to use my air uh, a little bit more, okay? 
um, in order to get that k or the weaker syllable to speak. Um, and you might have heard that k syllable in the, uh, the demonstration. Um, now, the ultimate goal here is to get that k syllable uh, just as dominant, strong, prominent as the um, first syllable. Now, we're trying to match here uh, in terms of volume, weight, okay, um, just all of these factors here. We're trying to find um, a way to move our air uh, to match both of these ta and ka syllables, okay? So now we talked about long tones, lip slurs, and tonguing. So we're about, you know, a good way into warming up now. Um, you should start to feel that blood movement that I was talking about um, and, and start to almost be at the full preparation stage for your playing. Um, now, on brass, there's a few things we have to deal with uh, before we can full-fledged get at it, um, such as flexibility exercises, okay? Now, just like with the partials that I spoke about earlier, the flexibility is basically um, how quickly can you, or how accurately can we go through each of these partials? Most of the time when we're warming up, guys, these need to be slurred, okay? Why might they be slurred over a tongued or articulated exercise? Well, when we slur, the air has to go to the next partial. We cannot have our tongue aid us in this process. Okay, so the air has to be very, very exact or else we're gonna chip, we're gonna crack, we're gonna go up too high or too low um, and miss our partials completely. Okay, now these should be fluid and steady here. Um, we're not trying to, you know, show off anything crazy. We're just trying to play through these partials. Now, um, a tempo I'll, I'll take is about 70 BPM. Now, Again, so with the flexibility, we're going through our partials using our air uh, to help warm up the, uh, the embouchure here. So here's one flexibility exercise. Okay. And one, two, ready? <laughs> So on and so forth. Okay, uh, that seems to be the, the key phrase here. So as we go, um, we're, we're lowering right the pitch further and further. Um, so we need to do something with our airspeed as we go further and further down. And you'll feel you'll feel the um, the pitches sort of want almost more gas. Okay, it's almost like if you're driving a uh, a manual car, which is rare these days. Um, but when you're at, when you release your clutch, your RPMs drop, and you have to give it some gas in order to move. Okay, or else your car is going to stall out. Same thing with playing lower on the trombone. You need to give it some gas when we're opening up. Okay, on the clutch. So I, I do a whole bunch of weird analogies, guys, but I hope some of them uh can can come through here so in terms of flexibility okay another exercise i might do is a very similar to the the first exercise 
but we're moving it a partial down. I'll show you what I'm talking about here. One, two. And as we go further and further down, you'll hear it. In order to get those same responses of the partial, we're going to have to adjust the air slightly, okay? Now, it's this slight adjustment that is different for every player. This is something I can't tell you, oh, you should just do this, you should do this here. You need to have some understanding of your own playing so you can sense that and feel that and know when to open up. Um, you know, all of these uh, adjustments can be made then. Okay, so we talked about flexibility, long tones, lip slurs. Um, it's about the gist of it. Now, you know, through this, there's a whole bunch of different exercises we could do uh, with um, different lip slurs um, to, to sort of get around uh, sort of triads. I'll show you a few of these. Okay, when I, after I've done most of those, okay. I'll start to feel somewhat okay and sort of go on to see some more maybe higher lip slurs or, or quicker lip slurs. So I'll I'll show you what I'm talking about here. So first we'll try open fifths. Um, this is an exercise I've been playing for years. Um, and so what we're doing is again, we're just moving through three partials. Okay, and I'll demonstrate this for two examples. And then I'll show you the the other exercise where we're going through um, one more partial, but we are skipping uh, the top partial to get there, which is um, demanding for the air to slot the pitch. Um, so for this exercise, I will take it at 64 BPM. One, two, ready? Okay, now here's the second exercise. So what did I do there? What I did on the first example is I played those three partials in triplet eighths, all slurred. Okay, but what I did is I tongued the very first triplet eighth. Ta da ti ti ta, and I, then I tongued um, beat two of the second triplet eighth. So what we're doing is we're tonguing these downbeats. Ta ti ti ta ta ti ti ta ta ti ti ta. Okay, but when we play the second exercise, we slur up to the top partial, and then we rearticulate the 
same exercise. Ta ti, pardon my terrible singing. Ta ti ti ta ta ti ti. Right, so it's the same principle, but what we're, we're using our air to get up to that partial and back down, then we articulate, and so it's a great exercise. Um, and so from this, um, we can work on um, maybe a, a flexibility with a triad. Okay, so. Um, you'll hear, I'm sure if you're in a music school somewhere, you'll hear brass musicians. You'll play this, they'll play. All of that. And so what they're doing here is they're going through these partials, okay? Jumping up one, down one, up one, down one, up one, down, 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 down. Okay. Um, what are they doing? They're using their air to navigate through their horn. Okay. This is very important because players need to be listening while they're playing. Okay. A triad is very, it's not just one tuning. Okay. Um, our third is just, you know, um, a little bit hair flat, okay, compared to um, other other chords and other notes. So we need to have some sense of this in our sound. So we need to navigate through these partials, have that sense of what partial am I on, okay? Am I on the third? Am I on the fifth? Am I on the root? Um, it's up to the player then to uh, really determine um, their tone and their pitch, okay? So after I've practiced all of these flexibility exercises, tonguing exercises, lip slur exercises, um, something I like to then do is play my major scales, okay? Um, don't need to go over this, but for me, um, it's just, it's, it's good to play my major scales because then I get a sense of uh, these harmonic keys, okay? Um, you know, I'm matching my thirds. Um, I'm using my alternate positions now. Um, and I encourage this. Uh, when we're warming up, at least on the trombone here, um, a lot of players do not use alternate positions. Um, this is something that can be worked on and should be worked on in the warm-up room. Okay? Because why? Because we're taking things very slow. Okay, we're working on accuracy. Okay, do not try to pull out these alternate positions on the bandstand in the middle of your solo because intonation is going to be all over the place. Or if you're reading with the section, um, you need to work on this at home. Okay, and this is the perfect time and place to do it. So, how might you work on your alternate positions here? Well, let's take the last example that we just. Um, play those um, triad flexibility exercises. Okay, so if we go further down the instrument here, um, by the time we get to our fifth position, we're going to be playing our G flat major triad uh, in different inversions here. Oh, So what we played is actually a concert B flat 
in our alternate position. Okay, I'll show you that right now. those two notes back to back in the same exercise maybe for 20 30 minutes um, and try to match those that B flat out in fifth position a partial above to the B flat in first position a partial below same with the notes that are getting lower I need to they, they need some more gas okay sort of what I was saying when we're playing notes further out on our slide there's more tubing to get through. So the air actually has to be pushed um, in, in a different way to get that same tone, that same response as in first position. We're almost literally doubling the length of the instrument when we play out there. It's very important to understand how that feels on the slide um, in terms of how are you placing it with your air, you know, um, because it's very, very easy when you're out there in those fifth, sixth, seventh positions to overshoot your partials, okay? Now, we've covered quite a bit so far, okay? Um, it's, it's just really important to understand when you warm up, why, what are you trying to get out of your warm up, okay? Are you warming up because you wanna play this cool sound that you heard two minutes ago? Well, that's not really warm up, you're just playing, okay? What is a good warm up? A good warm-up is for a player starting their, well, their preparation for their day, okay, for their practice. Uh, I really encourage all of my students to find their own um, sort of daily routines to go through, okay? Um, it's up to the player to really find those, um, those exercises that speak to them. Um, as they work to develop these skills, um, you know, with these lip slurs, uh, with all these techniques, and there's tons of great books out there. Um, at the end of the day, um, go, you know, check some some of these out. Um, but with particularly brass instruments, you know, the use of of air in the airstream is is just it's one of the most important um, factors. Now. Um, before you play, okay, it's kind of obvious, but I wanna, I wanna go into this. Um, you need to fill up your entire torso, okay, from bottom to top with air in a very, very calm manner. Now, what I like, if you notice, I counted myself off. Now, that gives me a sense of time, and it gives me a sense of preparation to take the breath. Okay, usually I take about a two beat breath, um, but you know, maybe three or four if it's a really, really long line. Okay, but it's really important for that player to get that good breath. Okay, or if you're a pianist, you're really set before you begin. Okay, and I even know some pianists that actually breathe with their playing as well, to, and it helps them get a sense of phrasing uh, because a piano player can just play all night long, they, they can. You know, they breathe right now, they're still playing, um, but their phrasing, some of their phrasing might be a little off compared to what, you know, we listen to, what we know in jazz. And why is that? Well, they just play 24-7. 
Um, so I've had some friends literally tell me, yeah, they breathe and try to sing their lines. And then when they need to breathe, they stop. And then they play again. Um, again, understanding your own playing is very, very critical here. Um, it will aid you in everything, including this warm-up process. Um, now, understanding yourself when you're playing, again, it's just it's going to keep on advancing. You're going to be adding things to your warm-up regimen, um, and you might be altering some of the things you're, you're already doing. Okay, and that's great. That's what you should be doing. Um, I really don't like when I hear students, yeah, I've, I've warmed up on this one exercise for, for seven years and I, I don't really change it. You know, I just, I do it and okay, well, why do you do it? I just, I've always done it and, it, you know, it's cool. And have you changed anything? Have you tried to play it backwards? Anything, man? No, I've just been playing it the same for seven years. Well, you know. In order to see results, we have to try some new things, okay? It's great to know the things that are really helping out, but you need to know those things, okay? And if something's not helping you, take it out. Take it out of your playing, okay? Or your warm-up regimen, excuse me. Um, so, again, um, you know, the practice of learning, um, and how it relates to you is it's just something I can't I can't stress enough of. Um, by getting a great warm up, you're just it's going to help you develop a confidence in your own playing. Uh, you're going to know what you can and sort of uh, not cannot do, but what your limitations are. And here's the thing, guys: it's great to try to surpass your limitations. That's some of the greatest. That's when some of the greatest music is made. Um, you know, we all have this understanding of, of what we want to do, but when the time comes uh, on the bandstand, if you're taking the solo, um, you know, or, or even if we're just trying to find some different um, tools here for, for warming up here, um, you have to, you have to go take them. You have to go take them, try them out. Okay. Um, don't just be okay with okay. So, um, that that's been you know my approach to warming up for the past oh man you know over over 10 years now um i've had a whole bunch of different great artists and composers have master classes dealing with the same subject and um you know it's just it's something that that's never going to go away in order to play at our best ability we need to warm up in the beginning of the day um and so just by structuring things a certain way, you know, making sure we're not wasting our time in the warm-up room um, and just utilizing the time wisely um, is one of the most important traits for, for any musician. Now, Steve, um, I, think, I think I covered everything I, I wanted to. That was a great session, Tyler. Thanks for being part of this. Um, I'm already looking forward to the next time you're back with us. And um, I know that you've, you've kind of been thinking of some other um, sessions that we think could add some value to this resource as we build it. So um, another good one in the books. And um, if you don't have anything else for today, this is probably a good breaking point. I want to give a big shout out to um, the Al Downing Tampa Bay Jazz Association. 
for uh, supporting Clearwater Jazz Holiday Education and Outreach, these Young Lions virtual sessions and today's session in particular. So thank you, Al Downing Tampa Bay Jazz Association. And Tyler, I will see you soon, my friend. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Al Downing Jazz Association. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, Lee. Thank everyone so much. Um, I hope you, you all learned something um, you know, from watching this on the trombone and can't wait for the next one here. Cool, man. All right. Well, everybody, on behalf of the Clearwater Jazz Holiday Foundation, stay safe, be well out there, and keep playing. We'll see you soon. Bye, Tyler. You guys. Thank you for listening to Clearwater Jazz Holiday Foundation's Young Lions Jazz Master Virtual Sessions. This podcast series is presented by our friends at Marine Max Clearwater. To watch the video of this full session, please visit the Education and Outreach page at clearwaterjazz.com and click on the studio. You can also learn more about the annual Clearwater Jazz Holiday Music Festival tradition and Clearwater Jazz Holiday's year-round education and outreach at clearwaterjazz.com.